Welcome to the latest podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel, and quite a bit to talk about, and it's just kind of a matter of figuring out what to prioritize. <laughs> so I think the hottest issue right now is what happened to recession, and is it really something that's gone away, or is it something that has taken a small vacation and is going to come back later. And what does this mean as far as interest rates are concerned and inflation and all that stuff? So a little bit of a high-level approach to all this. So to begin with, if you had been looking at the predictions at the beginning of this year, you would have seen a pretty universal opinion that recession was imminent, that we were going to see it in first quarter, Definitely in second quarter, a lot of people thought that we would see it last year. Uh, we didn't. We actually had 2.6% growth in third quarter and 2.9% growth in fourth quarter, but the feeling was that that was all going to fall apart at the beginning of the year. It didn't. We ended up with about 2.3% growth in first quarter. We're sitting at about the same. The latest estimate from second quarter is right about 2.2, 2.1. And now we're looking ahead to third quarter saying, yeah, probably another 2.3. So recession is dead. Reality is that this country really never does have a full-blown recession. Even when the numbers fall into negative territory, there will be sectors that do well. And even when the growth is very robust, when we've had growth up around 5 and 6% in recent memory, there would be sectors not doing very well. So we're always somewhere in the middle. And when we're talking people's business, it really comes down to what sector they play in. Sectors that have been growing consistently for the last couple of years have included automotive. It has included aerospace, particularly in the last year. We've seen, even within the construction sector, growth when it comes to multifamily housing, no growth if not full-on retreat when it comes to single-family housing. So there's a lot of regional variation as well where you're not seeing growth, maybe predominantly on the West Coast. Uh, you've seen population exodus coming out of that area. Meanwhile, there's been all kinds of growth in the upper part of the Southeast, parts of the Midwest. So I guess it's almost an excuse from an economist's perspective that no matter what I say, I'm right somewhere and wrong somewhere. The moment we're not really feeling that recessionary pressure. Inflation numbers have come down. We don't know if they have come down with the measure that the Fed normally uses. The Fed will look at personal consumption expenditure rather than the consumer price index. But those are generally fairly close. Right now, the PCE numbers are maybe about 4.1, 4.2. But those are numbers from March and April. They are always lagging a little. It takes a while to collect that data. The latest CPI numbers are around three. So there's the sense that the back has been broken when it comes to inflation. And that's not just in the United States. Just this week, the Bank of England uh, raised its rates by one more quarter point and did the same thing the Fed did, which was, hey, we're raising it by a quarter point, but now we're done. We're not going to do any more unless there's incredible pressure, and so far we're not seeing it. And there's the sense that, okay, we've raised them as far as we're going to raise them, and now we start thinking about going the other direction. 
If you look historically over the last maybe four or five decades, there's been a pattern when it comes to interest rates. As soon as you hit peak, which we can argue we may have hit maybe in June, May or June, about nine to 12 months later is when the central banks begin to lower rates because now they've done their duty, they've broken the back of inflation, at least that was the aim, and now they can start worrying about growth again. The sense is that some of the drivers of inflation have been more persistent than they've been in the past, but we're now starting to see a little bit of movement when it comes to the labor supply. The unemployment numbers are still not by any stretch of the imagination high, but they're beginning to creep up just a little. We're not seeing as many of the new jobs being offered as we've seen in past months. Still very, very far away from showing an impact from higher interest rates, but at least it's beginning to slow down. That may give those central banks the opportunity to pause and maybe even completely stop raising interest rates. There will be a meeting in about three weeks, the last part of August, where we'll get a real sense of how the world's central banks are thinking about all this. It is the Jackson Hole Symposium. Every year, the Kansas City branch of the Federal Reserve sponsors this big meeting in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and all of the central bankers around the world attend. So you'll have the Fed people there and Bank of England and European Central Bank and Bank of Japan and Reserve Bank of Australia and Bank of Canada and on and on and on. They all get together and talk about what's going on with their economies. It's not that they want to necessarily coordinate. They all have different demands as far as their economies are concerned. But they do want to make sure that they're somewhat in sync, at least most of them do. You've always got a few outliers that seem to go in weird directions, but most of them kind of have the same approach and same mandate. We will know a lot about their thinking by the end of that meeting because they're all going to be talking about what their next steps will be. When would they start lowering rates again? What is it they're going to look for to make that rate decision? My assessment is that we are going to escape recession. We already have. It's going to continue on that path through the rest of the year. Inflation has begun to erode. We're still seeing it when it comes to wages, but not as dramatic as we had seen. We're not seeing it as much in commodities. That could change uh, very quickly, but as a result, we're always looking for volatility there. But the inflation numbers have begun to become a lot more predictable and kind of falling down to not acceptable levels, but closer. And then finally, we're beginning to see, I guess, a real recovery when it comes to uh, manufacturing output. We're still working our way through all the inventory that we accumulated in the last couple of years. And we all know why. The supply chain was a mess and nobody wanted to deal with the insecurity of not knowing when their stuff was going to show up. And so we all bought heavily. And 65% of businesses still report that they're overstocked. Until that inventory diminishes, you have an interruption in the reorder cycle. And that's part of what's been kind of dragging the economy down a little bit. But that should begin to erode towards the end of third quarter. 
we're getting into the holiday season, all eyes are going to be on retail from this point forward. We're just starting back to school. Then we end up with the pre-Thanksgiving stuff, and then we get into Thanksgiving itself, and then we get into the Christmas season. That whole season is now a whole lot more advanced. I mean, I was out in the stores over the weekend, and here it is, the first part of August, and Halloween displays are everywhere. And it's like, that's three months away. But it doesn't matter. We're advertising already. I expect to hear my first Christmas music in about an hour, I'm sure. So we are definitely seeing a front-loaded retail sector. But from an economic perspective, that's going to give us a good sense of where the consumer's head is at. And that will tell us a lot about inflation. And that will tell us a lot about what's going on with recession. So there you go. At this point, we're sitting pretty comfortably. There are things that could go astray, as we've seen the last couple of years, but we seem to be heading in a at least normal pattern. Growth rates around 2% are not spectacular, but it's not far from our 25-year average. And so at this stage, I am mildly optimistic, which is kind of an economic euphemism for I'm not sure what's happening, but I'm hoping for the best. So thank you very much. Next week, goodness knows what we'll talk about, and hopefully it's not a complete reversal where we decide that recession's back. (laughs) So I don't think so. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk later.